Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Hello, Winter. Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Morning, Grant. Good morning. I think Jimmy's just around the corner. <laughs> you were finding my friends in him and tracking his phone. I said, yeah. we should put an air tag on him in his backpack. Just slip one in for a weekend. Follow him, see where he goes. <laughs> yeah. He never leaves the apartment. No? He spends a great deal of time in the uh, in No the Frills. And then Dennis Adness. Yeah. Liquor store. Liquor store, yeah, No Frills, Dennis Adness. Even on his weekends, he still does the Zoom Brados. calls and stuff. Maybe Brados for some karaoke. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. He's, he's, uh, he's talking about moving. Actually, I want to... I'm going to haul him out on the mat this morning because it's been a week now, right? Mm-hmm. Where I've been driving in from, from the new house. Yeah, without him. And um, and he's been on his own mm-hmm. in the mornings. He found a new bus route, so he's getting here. Like, a couple of times he's popped in while we're doing the first break. Yeah, or find my friends. It said he's in the building right now. Yeah, I don't yeah. know where he is, but he might be in the kitchen grabbing a cup of coffee. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I want to talk to him about something. See if we'll, we'll, we'll throw some self-awareness, a self-awareness okay. test at him here coming up after after six. Uh, we got the Monster Pro Wrestling tickets, and we also have another 50 bucks off at JT's for the Grey Cup party. Uh, we'll get to that at some point. We we talked about this song last week, the new Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. See, I told you he's in the building. Yeah. And uh, we didn't play it. No, we didn't. We just played we just, a little bit of it. Yeah, we just played a bit of it. I'd like to play the whole thing now. This is um, from a album of covers that Bruce is releasing. It's called Don't Play That Song. Get this going this morning. We've been doing this for six years now. I think we celebrated our sixth anniversary in August. We did, year. yeah. We had yeah. a big party. Um, and it, it wasn't long after we started. I lived up in St. Albert up mm-hmm. until last week wasn't long after we started that I realized, I mean, why don't I just pick up Jimmy? For a couple of years, I had no problem driving him in until the carbon tax rebates kicked in mm-hmm. and he started getting cash. <laughs> um, and then I was started to get annoyed. I was like, this guy pays nothing for gas. He's not paying for bus passes now. Nothing. And they're yeah. sending him money. <laughs> so we, um, we started doing the carbon tax Lock, Lachlan's carbon tax lunches, mm-hmm. and then that sort of evolved into um, he paid the parking on a monthly basis. So after a couple of years, he started, and then this year when gas prices went crazy, mm-hmm. legitimately, and, and listen, Jimmy's a good guy. He is. I know he appreciated the fact that I, I took the time to, to get up early, to drive his- Drive through the hood. His fat ass into up. work every yeah. day, right? But if you- like I heard him constantly, and this was a common theme over the last five years of me driving him in. It, it was when he was telling somebody about his drive in with me, I might as well have been torturing him in the front seat of the car the entire way in. I dr- like, yeah, he made it sound like I was dragging his. I'd with only a say that when you were. About uh, no, I'm not giving you Grant. enough money. God, as soon as, soon as you start about driving me in, that's when I turn that up. <laughs> I wouldn't say that before. Grant. Bite me on that. Oh, no. I think you did a little bit constantly. No, no, it you was constantly pure torture. Oh. I can't believe I have to put up with this. And 
He's just the worst human being he ever. The whole he just time. screams at me the whole time. So this week, he is now taking the bus into work, and he makes it in just before six o'clock. Mm-hmm. Okay, and every morning he comes in, and it's over to this drive. It's this stupid bus, bus driver drive. didn't wait and almost ran me over. This is a guy trying to sell me crap. Meth heads! He comes in here and it's like a, you know, you and I are sipping our coffee. It's kind of yeah. peaceful, and yeah. then the door flies open it's and it's <laughs> chaos. Yeah, just this this ball of just <laughs> you can't even see him walk in. Oh, you hear do you hear him? Yeah, and it's just it's this real. It's a real serious change of energy in the room. <laughs> and I said to Grant yesterday, I said I think this is going to be our new norm. Yeah, every morning, every morning he finds something to. I'm just presenting the idea that maybe, just maybe, and sit with this, you can do what you want with it, that this might be a Jimmy problem. Could be. <laughs> maybe you can change something in your morning routine. No. I'll just try and come in happier. <laughs> uh, listen, I'm not saying you have to. I'm just presenting you with some facts, right? You were getting a ride into work with your best friend, Lachlan Cross, for five plus years and when you talked about it with friends and family outside of this room it was torture <laughs> and now a week it into getting into every your time you would bring up oh that i should drive your short ass in i'm like it's not a picnic for me either bub <laughs> anyway and now you're on your own now it's the bus driver's fault and now everybody else it's somebody else's the bus driver almost drove by me and i was waving <laughs> jumping up and down all right just it's just an observation from grant and i right all right that's all that's all it okay is. you know what i'll I'll no. limit. I'll limit my no, my complaining no, no, to as often as you complained about me not giving you gas. This is never. It's never. It's, it's always somebody else. He's mm-hmm. always. I'm not t- blaming you. I'm not blaming I, you. I'm, good. I'm just I'm saying good. I'm going to complain good. as much as you did. All right. This has been successful. I think this was a Reddit thread. It might have been. Yeah. I saw it online. It doesn't matter. Um, but I thought it would make an interesting conversation. So we'll get into this. Start thinking about the album, guys. That you wish you could hear for the first time, okay? So which album I my- do you think wish you could go back, erase from your memory, and then listen to it again? Yeah. Yeah, me scratch. I got one. You've said this about Breaking Bad, that mm-hmm. you wish you could go back. TV shows, movies. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's lots of those. Yeah. This one's specifically album-based today. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. What album... Would you like to go back and listen to for the first time? Like you said, Grant, scrub your memory and get to listen to it for the first time. I'm uh, I'm struggling with this one because I'm trying to pick a Led Zeppelin. That uh, which one? Yeah, because it's. Uh, I thought maybe it might be. Th- it's not three. It's two. It's it's Led Zeppelin two. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. No. I okay. I'm good. I got mine. Led Zeppelin too. Led whole Zeppelin, lot of love. Yeah. Ramble Lemon on. Song, Heartbreaker. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Great album. Oh, that's such a good album. Mm-hmm. Thank yous on that one. Moby Dick. Bring it on home. Yeah, bring it on home. I love that. Yeah. Okay, good. Good. I was going back and forth because four, 
uh, four got beat up for me, mm. right? Like four was a monster. And don't get me wrong, I appreciate that. I love physical graffiti. Um, there's something about one that I will never, uh, you know what I mean? Like, but yeah, no two. Led Zeppelin two. Okay, I'm glad I, I I'm glad I worked that out. There it is. What's yours? Uh, mine. I would love to go back to Christmas 1999. To uh, open up my album that I had gotten under the tree, Creed Human Clay. I'd love to put that back in the CD player. Sit down for a first time listen. Fun fact my sister and I both got each other that album for that Christmas. We both bought each other Human Clay without realizing. <laughs> so there was two copies in the house. Yeah, it got double the play. <laughs> ah, I'm scared to ask what yours is. Slippery when wet. Bon Jovi? Yeah. Okay. I thought for sure it was going to be that band that you lined up to see in Karenport. Beyond uh, Petra? No. Petra, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be a Shania Twain record. Oh, yeah. That, 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 was, that was second. Second I was on kinda, the list? I was kind of fighting between uh, Bon Jovi. But the thing is, is Shania Twain is, isn't overplayed for me, but, you know, a lot of the rock albums... I think are played a lot more, or at least I'm exposed to a lot what more. You're listening to, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the slippery one, wet. Living right. on a prayer was on that one. What we'll do is we'll play tunes from our three. All and right. then maybe listen. Text us seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. Text us what record you'd like to, and and we might There's have time. Some to, good ones here. Is there some coming yeah. in? We may have time to squeeze a tune in before we get to the news at uh, at 7. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Oh, man, it's going to be hard to pick. It's going to be hard to choose. What we got time play, for yeah. one more tune. Um, and we got a, a bunch of really good suggestions. So we're we're talking about the album you'd like to go back and listen to the, for the first time. Seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. And we're going to grab an album and grab a tune from it and play it to get us to the news. Next. You can do one of those Men in Black mind wipes, and then you get to listen to it again for the first time ever. Yeah. Rob from Ontario said Metallica Justice for All. Uh, that's the. I don't know if that would be my Metallica album to go to, but. It's a good album still. It's one on it, I believe, right? I like Master Puppets. It, Master Puppets or the Black Album. Yeah. I've actually got something queued up for WTF track at 8.30 well, this morning. Well, and I grabbed, right? I, I grabbed Battery, but mm-hmm. maybe I'll play something from Injustice for All. Because it doesn't matter. It's not tied to a specific album. I was yeah. just, I was just. We had a this day in in rock history that I tied into. So we were going to play something a little bit older from Metallica. Maybe I'll do that. That was Rob. Rob. Uh, okay. Brian said, "Rage Against the Machine, Evil Empire." Ooh, that's a good one. That's a great <laughs> that one. Just came in. A uh, bunch of people, Scuba Steve included, said White Album from the Beatles. Um, we have M- Milton St. Osry's Diary of a Madman. Um, Pyromania came in a few times. That was a big record. I remember everybody had that album. Brian Adams, Reckless. <laughs> Allison Chain's Dirt. Um, we have, I mean, this is a little different. The Chronic 2001 from Dr. Dre was a good album. I don't know if we could pull off Dr. Uh, Dre on can. the locker room. <laughs> Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath um, came in. Judas Priest, Defenders of the Faith. Grand Funk, Railroad Caught in the Act, Dark Side of the awesome. Moon came in a whole bunch. Yeah. Uh, Donald saying that one as well. Um, we have 
Pat Boone in a metal mood. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. We have uh, Carrie saying Blue Rodeo five days in July. That's a little different. That's a good record. Yeah. That, that was a great record, actually. Bill? That, that's one that your wife bought and, and that you secretly fell in love with. <laughs> it was okay to have, you know, she put it on for you. Bill saying Highway Girl, uh, Live at the Roxy, your favorites, Tragically Hip. Yeah. Um, Big Shiny Tunes 2 from Crazy Canuck. What was on that? That one had... Was that uh, like Limp Bizkit and all that? That one had um, Swallowed by Bush, Swallowed! Sugar Ray, oh, yeah. Third Eye Blind, Smash I Mouth, I that era. That. Yeah, that late I, 90s. I think stuff. I got that one for Christmas one year as well. <laughs> <laughs> Iron Maiden, Number of the Beast, Blood Sugar Sex Magic, um, Paranoid from Black Sabbath. Um, wow. Yeah, they keep going. And then... Uh, Bad Company, Bad Company came in. Uh, who's, who's that? That was from Jerry, the transit driver. Okay, well, we got to decide here. We'll we'll get, we'll get do traffic and weather coming up, and then we'll we'll grab a tune. Bad Out of Hell. Bad Out of Hell. Laundry. Meatloaf. Yeah, awesome. Locker Room presents the Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. You know, I do feel like we are, are critical of our government these days, and we're very fast to call out things that we don't like, which I don't think is a bad thing. They need to be called out, and they need to be held responsible. But I do like to give the government some credit when when the government or the government bodies do good things like this, the AGLC. The group that governs gaming, liquor, and cannabis has announced that they will be allowing bars and restaurants to open early and to serve booze during the World Cup. And suddenly we're all huge soccer fans. The beautiful game. Some footy on the pitch, as we say. So from November 21st to the 28th, liquor sales can start as early as 5.30 in the morning. Nice. You'll be able to go down to the brew house at 5.30 in the morning. And then from the 29th to the 10th of December, they'll start at 7.30 in the morning. Now, I know we're all excited because Canada is in the World Cup for the first time since the 80s, and that's who we're going to cheer for. But realistically, I hate to be this guy because... I know in sports there's always a chance. They could always win it, but they're not going to win it. And if you want to be at the bar drinking in the morning, you might want to consider hitching your donkey to another Chevy or however that saying goes. Brazil and Argentina, both favorites to win it. And here's why you, you might want to choose them. If you decide to stick with Canada as your team, you'll get a couple of 5.30 in the morning buzzes going. But it may be short-lived because they might not be in the tournament long. Ah, I see where you're going here. But if you look into your family DNA and you find a hint of Brazilian, you might be able to use that excuse the entire duration of the World Cup. To your boss, your wife, your husband, your parole officer. Hey, my country is still in the World Cup. I need to go to the pub this morning. If they know that you were pulling for Canada at the beginning and Canada lost out a week ago, they aren't going to be that cool with you going to the bar at 5.30 in the morning before your shift. So choose wisely. And happy World Cup. The Grant Report is brought to you by our merchandise page. Winter is here, which is why you need a new hoodie. I'm not sick. I'm hungover. I'm a drinker, not a thinker. And more great sayings all available now in sweater form. Text Jimmy today for the link. You probably see it at some point today, the new Avatar. This is the second one, right, Jimmy? 
Yes. So the second trailer, the movie's out in early December, and um, it's going to be massive. Oh, yeah. I mean, Avatar was one of the biggest movies ever, right? Yeah. yeah. And so the second one. Are you going to be able to sit in the theater for that long? It's like three hours and oh, ten I'm a, minutes long. I'm up here. <laughs> yeah. I got... Well, because I'll also drink. Yeah. Right? I'll be drinking beer. You get booze now in the theater. <laughs> Which is awesome. So, so, yeah, it's three hours, I think 10 minutes is how long Avatar 2 will be. The thing with the, the first Avatar for me is I get why you didn't watch it because it became a thing, right? Like, well, that just, totally makes sense to me. I do that all the time. No, I, I wasn't anywhere near a theater at the time. Like, I. You were I in Norflick or whatever? I can't even remember what year it was, but I just didn't go to the theater a lot, so I missed it in the 3D in the theaters. Everyone's talking about how you had to see it in 3D. Yeah. So I just never watched it, and then it just never appealed to me either. Like a bunch of blue weirdos. Well, it, the thing with it is it's not a life-changing movie. It's a great movie. It, it really is. Mm-hmm. And I'll like the find visual it effects are good. Like the yeah. storyline was good in the first one. Yeah, it's James Cameron. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's Titanic. It, yeah, it's it's a good movie. Um, so I understand. It'll be interesting to see whether or not because now you're in a different situation, right? You're not the single guy living in your buddy's basement. <laughs> you're like you're married. You got a couple of kids running around, and the kids might be. Will this be a kids thing? They're a little uh, young. No, they're there's too young. Violence. Uh, there's a lot of violence and stuff in this. In these movies, remember? Yeah. But those movies don't get that big without being somewhat kid-friendly. Uh, probably teenagers. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, I think Donnie, Donnie, maybe Nora. No. She no, wouldn't be interested. She wouldn't be interested? She's only five. Okay. Right? What about Mac? Uh, I don't I don't know if she's ever seen the original Avatar. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That's odd. That's all. Millennial at the movies. That needs to be a I thing. Get, I get that, though. You avoided uh, content classics. based on your. I don't know what it was. I and I that, don't even. Okay, really that's have, originally what uh, what midget at the movies was, but now it's just you hadn't seen like Godfather and you hadn't seen Fight Club, Fight Club, and you avoided all these like massive pop culture movies. Like if That's somebody the way it was before. Pretty sure I've hit them all. If nobody was wearing a cape, Jimmy wouldn't watch it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was a, I was a, a mindless action movie, not just Superman, just mindless action. People beating the shit out of each other for no apparent reason. Yeah, than, yeah. That's that's true. Anyway, um, if you are a big fan of Avatar, it's coming. You'll you'll get to see it December sixteenth. I'll go to the theaters to see this. Yeah, I will. This is what right now for me with with movies. I gotta really, really want to see the movie to go to the theater. In the locker room on ninety five seven Cruise FM. So this was news yesterday, and regardless of what you think about Trump, we actually have him to thank for the. What do you call it? How would you refer to it? The loosening up, I think of the restrictions revolving around information about ufos oh yeah he was very interested in getting the info out there in some way he is and i don't know if he's directly responsible for it but it might be an indirectly responsible for because there was some bill that was supposed to come out about someone slipped it in Mm -hmm. and and i think and this is just me this is just pure speculation on my behalf 
his four years, regardless if you're a fan or not, were crazy. It was mm-hmm. it was probably four of the craziest years politically we've seen in North American politics ever. Yeah. And I think people honestly thought, well, it can't get much crazier. Let's talk about UFOs. That's my theory on this. That's it. So that's why I, I think we can thank him for for where we're at right now. And and as soon as they gather all the boxes from Mar a Largo, we'll get another another release of information. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that's a joke. Um, but there is another report coming. Remember they said They're saying it's uh gonna be an annual report now, hey? Okay. So once a year they'll have to up, update Congress on where they are with with uh, UAPs. So this, you don't stop it. <laughs> UFOs. So this is where we're at. We're having legitimate conversations about things in the sky we can't explain. Whether yeah. you believe it or not, they're sitting down now and they're going, "All right, that one was a drone. This one was you a know, weather balloon. This one was a weather yeah. balloon. This was a kid killing ants with a microscope." <laughs> yeah. Okay. This one, we don't have any freaking idea what this is. This one's a UAP. That's pretty significant. Yeah. You're going to do that now from now on, aren't you? Yeah, just to bug you. Apparently, there's like, in this next report coming out, we're getting um, we're getting information or, uh, you know, we don't know what this is information on about 400 sightings. Okay. And uh, apparently, and I think it has a lot to do with the turmoil that we're sort of experiencing around the world right now. There's been an uptick of... Um, of uh sightings and all the things happening in ukraine and china and whenever there's always north korea's firing rockets off constantly whenever there's been conflict around the world we always end up that should be a sign no we have more sightings when there's less stability on the planet they come to check up on us and to make sure we don't blow ourselves up our overlords right i think there's something to that I will believe in aliens as soon as they, you know, make public. Show the, up and the, bring you a six-pack? No, no the, U, <laughs> the UFO sighting above Yak, B.C. around the day you were born. Oh, there it is. Oh, here we go. Yeah. It's because I look like an alien. The guy who looks and sounds identical to Elf. It's calling you an idiot. <laughs> All right, so watch for this next report. What, do we have a date when they're doing that? I think it's coming this week. The Pentagon, they're sitting down soon. Yeah. Yeah. So that's probably more exciting than watching this whole thing about the uh, the convoy. <laughs> probably, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I had a moment yesterday. I, I saw this online because there's lots of talk right now about the, the new Yellowstone coming out, right? Well, because there's the prequels as well, and then the new season comes out. It's, I think it's season five It's coming out. Yeah. Yeah, and that's just around the corner. Like, that's in the next week or so. Yeah, I believe so. And so I saw this thing online, and it was, um, it was like inside Yellowstone, season five. So it wasn't... It wasn't actually a trailer. It was just sort of this little three-minute, four-minute clip. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, I'll watch that. I've sort of been on and off the bandwagon because you keep ruining Yellowstone. For, uh, I'm not ruining Yellowstone on purpose. I'm just pointing it out that it's a little bit like a soap opera for no, men. It's, it, like, it's not. <laughs> Who shot JR? <laughs> Dallas. Like, yeah, exactly. Okay, so anyway... 
I, I thought I would watch it because I'm sort of on the fence about whether or not I'm going to continue with it. I didn't mind the last season, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. And um, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to keep going. And um, I've kind of gone back and forth to about 1923 about watching that. Although I'm intrigued about Harrison Ford being involved right. in this next, this next uh, rendition of it. Um, so I watched this thing and I'm like fully invested again. Fully on board. I'm not not going to listen to you anymore. I'm okay. not going to let Grant Johnson no, ruin I, Yellowstone I, I, for I me. I never meant to ruin it for you. You like, did. You did. <laughs> and I think you were doing it on purpose. <laughs> it wasn't. And then the other thing that that uh, that happened to me yesterday was when I was watching this inside Yellowstone season five, mm-hmm. which which is all the actors breaking down the show and and where they're going with the storyline. Beth is British. Oh yeah, you didn't know Brett Beth is British. I didn't know she was British. Huh. So yeah, I knew that. Anyway, no, I like which gave me this this whole appreciation of her ability to act. You don't like not every show needs to have believable characters or believable storylines, right? Stop it. What? Star Wars is a perfect example. Like sometimes it doesn't need to be real. It can just be enjoyable. All my children, like, don't like how do long running no. that show is. I am not listening to you. <laughs> you, you guys crap on my talking about Star Wars, and you're talking about some stupid Yellowstone. I just love this headline: Yellowstone season five. Will Beth lose Rip to a new <laughs> rival? <laughs> Stop! <laughs> I like Rip. <laughs> Wednesday, so we're joined by Bag Milk at this time, and uh, just conveniently, we have a game to talk about. What do you even say about last night's game? Like, good lord, Leon Drysidel. If I if I'm the if I'm the Nashville Predators, I might consider putting Leon Drysidel's face on the front of their jerseys because he just owns them at every turn. Yeah. <laughs> the stats that he's putting up against this team are completely ridiculous, and there's nothing. Not one thing they can do to stop it. He has 18 goals and 25 points in his last nine games against the Predators. That's that insane. is domination to the highest level. Yeah, you love playing against him for is some reason. Some kind of a, is there anything that even remotely compares to that in the history of the game? Like that's uh, probably how? like if you go back in the eighties, I imagine this kind of thing happened all the time. But like these days, no. And just I, I don't, I don't even know what it is because if you remember for a long, long time. The Nashville Predators would steal the Oilers' lunch money. They won like some yeah. 12, 13 games in a row, and then things just turned, and the boys haven't looked back. Even when they gave up that goal 34 seconds into the game last night, I was just kind of like, meh, I live bet the comeback because I knew something special was going to happen, and then Leon just kind of took over again. And if it's not Leon, then it's Connor. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, They had no answer for anybody last night. They dominated. They, just, they owned them. It was... It's fun to watch because I'm I'm obviously an Oilers fan, uh, but that was that has to be one of the better games they've played in the last couple of years. It just yeah, from, it, from a complete from a complete game perspective, they, they they controlled that game from beginning to end. That was a that was about as full of a sixty minute effort as you could get from the Oilers, and yeah. it was really nice to see. And it's been especially nice to see 
when we were first doing these segments at the early part of the season, the Oilers looked really, you know, they looked rusty. They couldn't connect on passes. They couldn't connect on their outlet passes. They couldn't connect on uh, their breakouts. Yeah. Now they're just rolling and they've got five in a row. They're finding different ways to win. They're not always pretty, but like yeah. you said, Locke, last night was just a masterpiece. Dominated. Is there a bit of a goaltending uh, controversy brewing in Edmonton? Is that a thing? I don't I don't see a goaltending controversy. It's like, yeah, you want you want Jack Campbell to be stopping more pucks than he did last night, but ultimately, he's won four of his last five starts. He's getting the results we want. His personal stats aside, probably need to be better. Of course, they need to be better, but controversy? No, I think that I think that Woodcroft's going to roll them both. I would be very surprised if tomorrow against uh, New Jersey, that Stuart Skinner doesn't get the start and just kind of flip flops back and forth. We've had that for the last three years with Mike Smith and Miko Koskinen. And the difference this year is that both guys are actually winning. Obviously, Stuart Skinner is stopping more pucks. His stats are unbelievable. He's second place in the NHL in save percentage right now, but I don't see a goaltending controversy. I just think that that's something we all like to talk about. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it, maybe if maybe if Campbell was losing those games that he wasn't playing so great in, we would have a different conversation right now, Grant. But like yeah. he's still winning, so I'm not too concerned about it yet because he's getting the job done. I think they found their game more so than than there's been any sort of significant change in in goaltending f- for this franchise. I think the team has found their game. They're showing confidence when they step out on the ice. They know they can dominate. Um, there's now. I'd say instead of two lines of speed, there's there's four lines that are flying. Like all four lines. Every time you see it, somebody step over the boards for in an Edmonton Oilers jersey, you know there's going to be speed there. Um, and and if if Ken can be accredited for anything with his time here. I mean, everybody highlights the Kane thing, uh, but I think it's it's building a team that's fast. Well, look at the fourth line goal that Derek Ryan scored last night. Yeah. They Harlem Globetrottered the new the Nashville Predators. They looked like the Washington Generals. They were just yeah. standing around. Derek Ryan with a beautiful goal. Tyson Berry with a little dipsy and a doodle. Like all four lines are rolling. And Woodcroft made that change against Pittsburgh when McDavid hit the post and we were all freaking out a little bit. He swapped the lines up. And since he's been consistently rolling with those. There was a graphic that came out the other day, even that Connor and Leon are just not playing together at five on five anymore. There's less than two minutes <laughs> over the course of uh, the last handful of games. So yeah. they're spreading it out. And I like the third line. I like actually, you know what? I just like all four lines right now because they're yeah. playing really well. They're gelling and they're contributing. It's not like how many years have we had the Oilers where the fourth line, you just needed them to survive. Just don't get scored on. That's all your job is. But now they're contributing and they're holding their own. And it's really nice to see. Or you saw them shuffling lines because they were Constantly. trying to get they were trying to get some one line going right, and that's just not happening. 100%. That's not happening this year. There's no there, there, no one's you know trying to throw a wrench into the whole system. Did you see that play? Because I don't think it got talked enough about last night. Connor carried the puck into um, the pred zone. And then just sort of hung. The defenseman was hanging on him, and then he just, with one hand, stopped the left the puck, and then did a little doopsy doodle around him, and then went and got the puck again. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? I didn't see that. I didn't particularly see it, but the the fun part about that lock is that Connor does so many weird things with the puck that nobody yeah. else is doing. <laughs> you just yeah, kind of forget all, the weird all magic those things happen creating. nightly. It was one hand he couldn't beat him because the guy was basically draped on him. <laughs> the defenseman was hanging off of him, so he just left the puck behind him 
and then just did, did a spin move and came back and went at, and and I think he got a shot on net from it as well. Just stupid. I was speaking of stupid. I looked at the numbers yesterday and I and I was actually contemplating going on the air and talking about it. And then I'm like, don't do it. You're just gonna jinx the kid. <laughs> uh, but just if. We'll leave it at this. Do the math on your own because I don't want to talk about it. But just go look at what Drysaddle and McDavid are doing right now, and then do the math on the projection of what their points will be if they maintain. I mean, obviously they're not going to maintain. Obviously they're going to have a couple of nights where a team figures out how to play against them and shuts them down, mm-hmm. both of them. But if like, let's just say it. If this is a trend, check out the numbers. Yeah. Or if you want to, you don't even want to do any I math. Block, I got, I got an easy <laughs> one for you. How's this? Connor McDavid has more goals. He's got eleven this year than any Flames player has points. That's, That's crazy. all the math I need. That's crazy. I like the Flames reference too. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to take a shot at them. <laughs> well, I, was down at, I was at the Crumble Dome on Saturday. Can we do, can we do that with the Leafs? Can we do that with the Leafs. <laughs> do it with Matthews. The Leafs are in a free fall disaster right now. I don't know what's going on. Oh, there, it's so good to see. What do you think? Oh, happens? you hate to see it. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah. What do you think happens first in um, in Toronto? Do you think uh, Dubis um, or our Keith get it? Oh, Keith's going to get it. You think Keith's going to get it for sure. If it, they need to turn it around like in a hurry here or that in that market, there's so much pressure on these guys to perform and there's yeah. so much pressure on them to actually get past the first round that if they don't turn it around in a hurry, he is going to be the first coach fired. And that is stunning to me. Mm-hmm. The, Even though their record isn't horrible, they're floating around 500. It's not like they're terrible, but at the same point when you've but, got expectations, but the expectations are sky They're the Canadian high. team with the best chance of winning Stanley Cup, Bagmo. <laughs> Well, according to who? According to Toronto, <laughs> Toronto Sports Media. Yeah. Hey, yeah. if you ask me, uh, there's this blogger locally. His name's Bag Milk. He's the most likely to marry Miranda Kerr if she leaves the Snapchat guy. But that's just that's just a, a rumor I heard. What I uh, what I'm disappointed about with the Leafs' performance this year is if they keep going the way they're going, they're not going to make the playoffs. And I really, really oh. want them to make the playoffs and then lose in the first <laughs> round in Game Seven again. It's tradition. <laughs> Don't yeah, let it's like down. Christmas, you know? Yeah. Look forward to it every year. <laughs> Once a year. Uh, always a pleasure, my friend. That's Bag Milk from Oilers Nation. Lots of news, lots of, of stories revolving around Mars, the moon. And it, it's an ongoing conversation here on this show because I'm fascinated by it. Mm-hmm. The space travel, all the billionaires building rockets. and Putting you know, the tip in space. Yeah. And- the latest story is scientists searching Mars for good caves for astronauts to live in. And I'm like, what did... What is going on? See, we so, told you those are entryways and all the photos of the, <laughs> the, the Mars rover. At some point in our lives, I'm going to throw my, even though I'm the senior here on the show. Yeah, you're running out of time, man. At some point during our lifetime, we're going to see somebody fly to Mars and live there. And never come back. Possibly never come back. I, mm-hmm. they, they, that's the prediction, eh? Is that the first ones that go aren't coming back? They're basically like sacrifices. Go up there, establish the base. But do you think living on Mars is going to be before the moon? I don't know. Because you sent me a story about the lunar colony conversation Because what as they're well. talking about is on the moon, if they do put a colony there, like people live there, 
they are saying that the they can go totally solar power without mm-hmm. uh, without battery packs. The moon doesn't seem as crazy to me as going to Mars to live on because the moon you can see. You look up in the sky at night. You're like, yeah. there they are. And it doesn't take that long to get there where, like, Mars... Well, Mars has a bit of an atmosphere, though. The mm-hmm. thing about the moon is it's just a big floating rock, right? Like, I, I don't know. It, it seems l- just as unlikely for but, both. But, but the thing is, is the atmosphere on the on Mars is not, uh, like, it's habitable. Not, it's I, uh, like, I or, get, or I, even, like, the gravity... And all that kind of no, stuff. No, but at one point they think that it was right. But at that, there's some there's something protecting you in on the moon. You're just you're in space. You're just floating around on a big rock. That's to me is a little but either either way uh, on either place. You're gonna have to build like a complete atmosphere just for absolutely like like a dome yeah, or. Yeah. Anyway, I just think it's fascinating. Yeah, they said they found nine caves on Mars that they, they are the most suitable for astronauts to live in someday. <laughs> because of the radiation, See? that's why they need they need the stone to protect them from the radiation uh, because of like it doesn't have an ozone layer or anything yeah. like we have here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the temperatures too. Or, yeah, we don't. I mean, obviously, timelines are going to change, but we're not that far away from the from this happening. We're Somebody's going to be going to Mars. I think it'll be a good thing. Mm-hmm. Don't you? Like, oh, yeah. I, I think because everybody's talking about where we're at right now and no one can chat and we can't have conversations and mums into QAnon and all this. Mm-hmm. Like We're all so hyper-focused on the division and, 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 our, and the lack of ability to get along. I think something like this, if it's not like... I hope Elon Musk isn't the guy mm-hmm. behind it, right? If If we've got... A group of people going to Mars from planet Earth, and it's a and it's not just Americans; it's people from around the world. These ten, right? Different, different ethnicity es- joining together, joining together. Yeah. I think that'll help a little, don't you? I, that's what I was thinking about yesterday. It was if you if you could get international people from every country, every walk of life, going there. I think it would help. With unity of our planet is, you I think, where you're. I think it of, would. Yeah, I think that's where. If you I could, think if you could work together happens. to do that, then we can work together to do other things on this planet as well. We're getting out on that. Well said, Jim. <laughs> You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Not the kind of threesome you would wish for, but it's probably going to be the only threesome you'll ever get. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.